life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, canceled flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Me. There's any more? Yeah, you don't need that. I'm gonna warn you right now. I am tired, so so bring the energy, my friend. We could do this some other time. <laughs> Twenty minutes of setup. You know, I think Saturday might be better for me. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Road Stories, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of all things comedy, uh, coming to you live from. <laughs> he just shrugged. Coming to you live from somewhere. Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Kind of Las Vegas. I guess we're in a Technically Henderson. Technically Henderson, which I, is a, the second largest city in Nevada. I did not know that. Uh, I've been watching local news lately, and it's the fastest growing city in the country, I, I think know. is what they said. We've got like 12 people in our house right now. Oh, really? It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's fast growing and families are expanding <laughs> in individual homes. But it, it, uh, before we get into this... It, any chance I could get to talk to Dennis Blair, I do. Dennis, thanks for having thanks for having me in your home. Oh, please. Thanks have, for have some coffee. <laughs> have some strudel. We have tons of stuff. Thanks for getting me out of the casino. What I do. It's oh, what I do. Oh my I, goodness. I help ailing comics get out of their environment. Right. This is this has been a rough one. Really? Uh, Why? Yeah. I don't know. Just boredom has really set in. Did you bring your books? Did you bring your movies? I brought a book. I didn't bring any movies. I saw my movies. All right. Because we, we got really sick in the house, so we watched movies over the holidays. But you know you can go to theaters. There's theaters in Las Vegas. You can go to the movie theaters outside. Of your, you, you can get out of the hotel. You can actually go to a different location <laughs> and see a film. Why would I come to Dennis Blair's house? <laughs> what are you talking about? We'll be screening The Revenant right after this uh, iPod <laughs> thing. iPod? What's wrong with me? <laughs> um, Dennis, of course, very funny comedian, uh, very good musician. Opened for Carlin for many years, opened for Rodney, and now you can see him. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't want to say it. You say at, it. At, I don't want to say it because it's your show. I don't want you, I don't want you to get in trouble. Right. I don't want you to get in trouble. You can care. see him at X Country. Yes, X Country. X Country. Right now. The rated R hee haw. It's. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's, a, it's a first topless show I've ever saw. Really? Yeah. And, and, wow. and, and I wa obviously I watched it because uh, of you. Yes. Dennis isn't topless. We should probably point that out. Why don't you just tell them I am? It'll keep people away. What? Keep telling them oh, I am oh, topless yeah. and it'll, <laughs> it'll keep people away. No, I'm not. I come out in full uniform mm -hmm. and do my comedy bits. And bas basically it's country music with dancers who just take off their shirt at the end of every song. Correct. They come out. They do. They dance to yes. Gretchen Wilson's Redneck Woman Yes. for... Two minutes, take yes. off their tops, go. Girl crush, stuff like that. Yeah. And then 35 minutes of that. Is it 35 minutes? No, I think it's 30, 30. 30 minutes of that, and then they have a comic come out, and that's right. me. And you can just hear the people going, yes, we've been waiting. <laughs> this is what we've been waiting for. Enough. Enough with the girls and the topless. Enough of the naked women. Can somebody <laughs> come out here and do a song parody, please? This is. We got beautiful girls. We got lovely country music. We got people doing suggestive dances. What does this show need? Jokes. <laughs> This show needs jokes. Now, is it is it just is it for a, like a change? Or do they have like a big change, or they is it just, have a change. just a break? Because those girls don't stop. Yeah, they don't stop. I guess they do do a change, but I don't know if it. I'm on for like they tell me to do between twelve and fifteen minutes. Uh -huh. So it's usually twelve and a half for me. <laughs> twelve and a half, thirteen. So I, I can't imagine it takes that long right. to get into whatever costume they're getting into. And they're just going to get out of it. That's right. But I don't know. I guess they have they have another show with another comic that's been running for like nine years. Ex Burlesque. Oh, and really? John Bazaar is in that one. Oh, and uh, he said I, apparently that's what they do in these things. That's they at have. the Flamingo, right? Yeah. Or, uh, is it the Rio? Or is it the Rio? I think it's at the Rio. Okay. Yeah. And don't you do one also on Thursday nights? Well, I did. Uh, I used. I was in X Comedy, which is all comics. They, none oh. of us got. None of us stripped. Okay. <laughs> but apparently there were budgetary problems, and they weren't getting enough people in there, so they had to drop a comic. And since I'm, I'm on the road a lot, they decided I was the guy. Oh, bummer. That's all right. All right. Well, I couldn't even get. I, it goes during my show time, so I couldn't come over and see it. No problem. I wanted to see it. You do what you have to do. Don't. But you bother. work a ton, man. I try. I'm very restless. Yeah? I hate staying. Around and watching shutters on my windows. Watching Henderson grow. Watching Henderson <laughs> grow. Watching people in my home expand family-wise. Now, um, didn't you just, I, we talked around the holidays, didn't you do like a four-week cruise? 
Here's what happened. In December, like an idiot, mm-hmm. you know, because as we all know, as soon as work comes in, you immediately take it because yes, you never course. know if you'll never work again. <laughs> so in, in, was it in March of last year? They said, hey, we have a bunch of cruises and we have four cruises in a row in December. And I go, no, from November to December. And I go, oh, yeah, 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 put me down. That'll be great. Not realizing that I would totally miss Thanksgiving with the family, oh, which really? I wound up doing, right? which was fairly depressing. But, you know, but, it, yeah, it was it was two ships. So I got on one ship, did that for like nine days, got off that one, stayed in Cozumel for a day, got on another ship, did that for a week, Cozumel, <laughs> then got on the first ship that I was on, was back on, and then and then the next ship, which was the one i just done. So it was, it was two ships, four, four different cruises. Oh, boy. Nine days on one boat? <sighs> well, even worse, uh, a month on boats. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, many show, how many shows were you doing? Uh, I think I wound up doing like three per cruise, three or four per cruise. Oh, three, yeah. three shows on nine days? Yeah. You must have been going crazy. I, I can't complain about less. <laughs> no, you can't. I, you know, I'm, I really need to bitch slap you for the complaining. <laughs> I can't get out of my room. There's a door. I don't know how to operate it. No, that was... I mean, you know, I can't, I can't complain because as soon as you complain, then oh, how come they're not booking me on ships anymore? Right, exactly. Of course. But, you know, but yeah, nine days. See, my my uh, around five days on a cruise ship, I start getting squirrely. Mm-hmm. So this was 30. Oh, man. Yeah. Would you, did you take your lovely wife with you? Uh, she came with me on the last two. Mm-hmm. So she met me there. So there was that. So I was, uh, But it was still 17 days before she arrived. Oh, boy. So it was like, oh, How do you oh. feel your day on a cruise? Well, here's what I do. I sleep as late as I possibly can. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't turn any alarms on. So the, hopefully I sleep till like noon or one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then what do I do? Go up and eat mm-hmm. for like seven hours. Um, <laughs> bring a magazine. Yeah. Huge, mag- large. I, brought, I, I literally brought four books on this cruise. And uh, so a lot of reading. Uh, then I, bring, I have my little cadre of movies, my little 30 mm-hmm. on my hard drive. Okay. Do that. Uh, if it's, if it get, things get really bad, I'll go to a production show and brew it immediately. <laughs> and I think, th- I think there were two or three performers that I was able to hang. If there's another guy on, on the cruise ship that you know or uh-huh. is nice, that helps. So you were working with another comic? Yeah. What was his name? Heath Heisch? You know oh, Heath is great. Yeah, he was great. I love he Heath. Got, he got in contact with me, and so we hung out on one of them, which was life-saving. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, and we had a good time. And then uh, the one my wife came with, she was on. And then, like, uh, Clint Holmes. I don't know Clint. Clint Holmes is a big singer here. You don't know Clint? I don't know He's Clint. like a big star here. Is he? Do you know the song? Do you remember the song, My Name is Michael? My name is Michael. I got a name. It was a big hit in 1975. You probably weren't even around then. <laughs> I don't Why really do know. I suddenly sound old and Jewish? <laughs> you probably weren't even around in those days. <laughs> oh, I pride myself on my music knowledge, and I don't know my that My name song. is Michael. It was called Music of My Mind. Playground in My Mind. It was a big hit in 1975. It beat out... It was the I think it was number one. I think it beat out like Elton John. Really, playground yeah. in my mind sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, yeah. In the playground in my mind, and he sang with a kid. My name is Michael. I got a nickel. Nothing, huh? No, Nothing? yeah, no. But wow. keep singing. Anyway, <laughs> that was Clint's big hit song. Okay, and he never had another hit after that. Mm-hmm. But he's but he's uh, a re- amazing, amazing singer. Right, and he does Dennis Bono all the time. And uh, what was my point? Oh, so he, I, I, I was getting off a ship, and he was getting on. Oh, okay. So we hung out there. And then Earl Turner, who's another big singer in town, mm-hmm. was on, like, the third ship I was on. What was his hit? His hit was uh, My Name is Michael. He sang it. He was the kid <laughs> Wait, that, sang, <laughs> that sang with Clint. So that helps. I mean, if you, you know, but a lot of times there's nobody that you can talk to. I mean, I'm not going to talk to the aerialist. Right. Uh, you know? yeah. We have nothing to talk about. Right. What, uh. Well, Mike Siegel just texted me on the way over. He's like, I'm leaving. I just got called for a ship, a last-minute ship. Oh, my God. And he's, he's, like, I'm, he's like, I'm on my way to the airport. They'll do that every once in a while. All yeah. of a sudden, you'll get a call. Like, what are you doing now? Yeah. And like, you know, you're in your pajamas and, yeah. and a smoking jacket. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm grooming my dog. Well, they need you now. They need you in Cozumel. Yes. Let's go. That's happened to me a few times. Yeah. It's really depressing. Do you go out of Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. I, my next one, I will be going out of Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you're doing another one so soon. Doing two in a row. Yeah. And end of end of February. Mike Siegel, for some reason, never did cruises and has done three in the last three months. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Wow. I think uh, I don't want to say old comedian, but old friend Bruce Smirnoff is booking. Oh, sure. I think he's booking. I do. Some Can I tell you something? I do the best Bruce Smirnoff, <laughs> which is doing me no good because no one knows who he is. <laughs> but you are laughing because you know how know. Bruce talks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to throw this great party in town. Really? His birthday in, party in Los in, Angeles. In Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more? He doesn't live there. He lives in Florida now, I think. Oh, that's right. He lives in Florida so. with all the ship guys. Yeah. 
Who's the other guy that does them all the time? Um, Rick Corso. I don't know him personally. He, he, he does them. What like, was his hit? His hit <laughs> was, I believe he did uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, he okay. Was, he, huge in a, he was in a Nirvana cover band. <laughs> <laughs> There's things you never hear. Right. I'm in a Nirvana cover band. <laughs> Bruce Smirnoff. Yeah. I remember Bruce Smirnoff. This is, you don't have to know Bruce to know this story. He's like, he's like about our age, I guess. Or whatever, excuse me, my age. Right. Uh, Jewish comic. And he does, he's very big. He was doing cruises all the time and he got sick of it. And, he's, and he called up the non-casino agency and said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, just come work for us in the office. So now he books cruise ships now. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. So he's he not doing them anymore? I don't, I, I don't think so. If he does them, maybe occasionally. Uh-huh. But he's like the king of the, like the Florida the cruise ship and the condo circuit. Have you ever done the condo circuit? No. There are these theaters in Florida. They're, they're condo, they're, they have you know the con- uh, gated communities. Sure. And all of them have these beautiful theaters. They're gorgeous. Really? Yeah, they're amazing. And, you know, they'll have shows there all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're state-of-the-art sound, and the stages are incredible. And, you know, you, you put on a show. They get singers and mm-hmm. whatever. I've done them a few times. But Bruce, I, I, I got booked to do a condo circuit like five years ago, and I get a call from Bruce Smirnoff. He goes, Dennis, I heard you're doing the condos. Let me give you some advice. Talk very slowly. Because if you talk fast, they won't understand, and they want to like you, but they won't be able to. <laughs> it Is it just a bunch of old people? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's like they're 70s, 80s, maybe uh-huh. 80s. Yeah. And, uh, you kind of talk fast, though. Do I, but I, I slowed it down right. for, for that, and yeah. it, it actually was helpful. Okay. Yeah. How is it going? How is it playing to the old crowd? I haven't done an old crowd in a while. I was, you know that Leisure World? You no, know? but it's it, <laughs> wasn't that a movie with Chevy Chase and yeah. John Candy? Yeah. <laughs> it's this huge retirement faci- like facility. Leisure World. Leisure World. It, Where? It, it, it's, it's, it's just south of Los Angeles, some, somewhere between Los Angeles and San Diego. Never heard of that. And uh, it's... It, it's like you just, it's got a huge sign. It looks like a theme park. It's got this huge sign really? that says Leisure World. <laughs> and it's Is there a dress code? Do you have to wear a leisure suit? <laughs> it's this massive, massive retirement. Uh, no kidding. Never so, heard of it. And then and, uh, uh, shows there? They had shows, shows there. No, and I got asked to do shows there with a comedian named Darren Carter. Oh, I know. You know Darren That's Carter? That's the guy with the red hair? Yeah, the red younger hair. Younger guy, kind of youngish guy. Yeah, my age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Go he, ahead. Does, he does. All like hip hop stuff. No kidding. And and I couldn't and I wanted to do it just so I could see how well that went. Did you hear how it went? I, went? I forgot about. I for, completely forgot about it until oh my you God. just brought it up. Now you need to get in touch with them. Yeah, um, that was probably like a year ago, two years uh, ago. I'm just curious how that would play. <laughs> well, it's funny. Now I I did the last time I did the the condos in Florida. Mm-hmm. I was opening for Billy Davis and Marilyn Macu. Do you remember them? I know Marilyn McCoo. Okay. I don't know who? Billy Davis and Billy Marilyn Davis? They were they were part of the fifth dimension. Oh, they were? And now they tour I guess they're husband and wife. Oh, okay. So now they tour and do their they're very nice. I they're, didn't know they were part of the fifth dimension. Yeah, yeah. But oh, Marilyn yeah. McCoo had some hits in yeah, the eighties, I believe. Maybe. What, what was their now I'm trying to remember I'm blanking on their hits. I, you don't have to be a star. You don't have to be a star. Oh, okay. baby. I think that's that Marilyn McCoo and I Jim believe so. Jim Davis. Jim Davis. Jim Davis. Billy Billy, Billy Davis. Billy, 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 Billy I am Davis. Sucking on the music today. That's man. okay. That's not. why I'm here <laughs> to help you with the music. But I did uh, like 14 dates in a row with them. Oh wow! And you know, it's like, and 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 these condos are like, you know, they're within driving distance. Uh-huh. So you, you you go down there for a month and you do, you know, whatever. Oh, that's great. And some of the audiences were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Even they were older, and some of them just kind of stared at you. Yeah, it all depends. Speaking of staring at you, yes, let's do that now. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about X Country. I'm going to talk about because <laughs> the first show you did, I got to say that audience was terrible. And well, I, I know there's, there's you're, yes. some people say you're not supposed to blame the audience, but they weren't clapping after performance, like stunts and performance that the girls right. did. They weren't clapping. They weren't clapping at boobs, and right. it's all dudes. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not clapping at dudes. They're not going to clap at Dennis. But I'm man. telling you, the first night I did, they put me in. And, and I here's the story. Uh, Na- Nancy Ryan, do you know Nancy? Uh, yeah, that's, yes. yes. Whose I wife think is Nancy that? does ex-burlesque. Is that John Bazaar's wife? Yes. Okay. So she does this, uh, and she's very good at it because she does a lot of audience interaction. Uh-huh. And, she do, you know, and she just really potty mouthed. And that's, yeah. So she will come out after, you know, first of all, she's a woman, which helps, right. I think, in a, in, in a booby show. Okay. <laughs> uh, and they come and, and but still, there's always that 
period where you come out after all these people have been dancing topless, topless, and the audience looks at you like, what? What just happened? Right, right. <laughs> Who switched so, those gears? Yeah, and she. So the first night I did it, I wasn't didn't know what I'm supposed to do. Uh, you know, I was like, how do you get these people? And it was to me, it was like, oh god, this is awful. I can't do this. Right. They just kind of stared. And I talked to the producers. They said, "No, you did great." You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> and then I fig- then I came up with a new opening, uh, just for the the, the country thing I do. I uh-huh. said, "I'm just going to hit them with music at first. Yeah, and that seemed to work. Uh, and then it went better. Mm-hmm. But and and some nights they're actually very very good, and some nights they're pretty good. But that night that you so they were, <laughs> and you can tell if they're not if they're, if they're there and they're not clapping for the girls, then it's yeah. going to be an awful show. Yeah, that's what I figured. Just kind of gave yourself yeah. on. But I poked my head in last night, and by the way, you did great on the first show too. I mean, I like I texted you. I'm like, I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> I it wouldn't know what to do in that situation. You have to figure it out because li- literally, you will see faces change right as you come out onto that stage oh what well, he don't where are his titties <laughs> yeah. how, how do i follow a bunch of titties with my stay-at-home dad material <laughs> yeah, that does yeah, not right, right. <laughs> hey you ever you ever go down to the store and you can't find your keys <laughs> how would seinfeld do it yeah. show? <laughs> hey, anybody got those socks that aren't matching <laughs> bring back the girls at the great how hilarious hilarious in retrospect uh-huh uh what one thing I do now is I tell them why I'm out there. Okay. And I do the there's a big costume change, so I you know I, and I do a joke about it. But the first night when I decided to do that, mm-hmm. I said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna be out here for ten minutes while the girls change." I figured to give them the heads up. Right. right. And and I and I went and it was going okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't horrible, but right. it was going only okay. And I, I do one joke, and at the end of the la- the, the the smattering of laughter, mm-hmm. I hear one guy in the back go, 10 minutes is almost done." <laughs> <laughs> And I said, well, sir, just for that, I'm doing an hour. And that got everybody laughing. Sure. But it's like, mm, not going to say 10 minutes anymore. Right. So it's really just a, a learning process. Well, I, one thing I've noticed is, I've learned is don't give the audience ammunition. Anything. Yeah, cause, yeah and you, I learned that at that hellacious gig we met at up in, <laughs> up in Washington. Hellacious. Because <laughs> I, I used to set up a joke with... Uh, I only I only made eighteen thousand dollars last year or something like that, and the guy said, "That's because you suck." Oh my <laughs> so, god! All right, we'll take that line out. <laughs> was that at that gig? That was at that gig. That was a that weird was the gig. only you suck uh, uh, heckle I've ever gotten. Oh my god! And to be honest, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> I was not. Well, I was not. Sometimes doing you just good. can't. I mean, it's not you. It's it's. <laughs> I remember that hellacious gig. That's one I still wince wince at every once in a while. Four in the morning. Yeah. I'm waking up. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, remember I remember those gigs. You know the famous Bill Maher story. Oh, uh, which one is that? He even tells this one. Mm-hmm. He was like an unknown comic, and he's working in the South, in the deep South, and he's just bombing. And he just turns to him and goes, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Carson loves these jokes. And one guy in the audience goes, yeah, well, Johnny Carson ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. So, 10 Minutes is Almost Up was my Bill Maher story. Oh, that's a good one, though, man. Yeah. yeah. So, you know not to tell him how long you're going to be out there, man. No, I know. I just say, I'll be out here for a while. Because <laughs> it's hard to say a while is almost up. <laughs> it's very it's very ethereal. <laughs> Ooh, what other uh, nasty heckles have you gotten? Oh, recently? Or just in general. Oh my God, I have to I have to think about that. I know I didn't do any prep for this. I apologize. That's okay. Nasty heckles. Well, while you think about that, let me ask yeah. you this question: Did you ever like get just because you opened for George Carlin for so long? Right. Did you ever get just people who are just like, we're here for George? Yeah, get out. You know that. It's kinda... so funny. I I would specifically because you know first of all. Out of the kindness of his heart, and mm-hmm. it's good, good, better for the show anyway, he'd always put my name on the marquee. You know, oh, George nice. Carlin and then George Dennis, usually, you know. But there's sometimes when they don't or they forget or mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a casino, so screw you, we're not putting right. your name on there. Uh, but uh, but in, in any case, if my name was out or not, I would always put my guitar on the stage before the crowd came in. So it's, it, there's a guitar on the stage mm-hmm. in a guitar stand, and people are filing in. Now, you would think they'd go either, oh, there's an opening act, or... George plays guitar. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully not yet. But still, as the lights would go down and the audience is, the show's about to start, you'd hear one, oh, people go, yeah, George. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not George yet. <laughs> and then, you know, the same thing. You come out. I've had a career of, of, of disappointing people. <laughs> it's, it's an ex-comedy show, an ex-country show. My entire career is built around diminished expectations because <laughs> i'm always coming out opening for somebody oh jesus we got to pay the babysitter an extra 30 minutes damn it <laughs> so but luckily i figured out how to just be funny fast yeah you know, just like hit him but yeah there's always that you know uh it's uh, 
I luckily I haven't been booed off the stage <laughs> yet. Yeah, there's always time. <laughs> I've never been. Booed I remember the there was one gig I did where they, you know, you know these hell gigs where they don't give you any spotlight. Yeah, they don't introduce you at like a like a a banquet hall, mm -hmm. and there's a band. I remember there was a band, and then I, the guy just said he didn't get anybody's attention. And he just said, oh, here's the comedian. And I came out and, what? What just happened? Right. Did the band just stop playing? And, you know, you're out there. And couldn't get them. Could not get them. The, mm -hmm. light, the house lights were on, so there was no focus. Sure. And after 10 minutes, and I remember, for some reason, at this particular gig, my wife Peg was sitting at a table with Cher. With Cher? Cher? And she Z said, Cher? <laughs> Z Cher. What was her hit? Her hit was, uh, My Name is Sonny, oh. I believe. <laughs> uh, it goes like this. <laughs> and she said, after 10 minutes of me just struggling, mm -hmm. Cher turned to her, and she he, she knew Peg was my wife. For, and he said, she said to Peg, is he sure this is what he wants to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fun. Oh, the fun we have. Dissed by Cher. Oh, I have yeah. to say, I am, for a straight guy, Way too big of a Cher fan, I think. Are you? Oh, I love Cher. Okay. I think she's great. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. I, have, I, I, I can get behind that. I can, uh, she's had Running to Jesse James. Shot down like Jesse James. I don't That's know that one. Is that one of her songs? It goes, I am Michael. <laughs> it was an awful <laughs> recall. It was an awful callback. That melody goes nothing like that. I know. I don't even know the song. You should actually, actually doing that if we go to commercial. You should actually play that Clint Holmes song. Oh, I should, I'll definitely post we, it up on the website uh, for that, sure. My name is Michael. Let's take some calls. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? My name is Michael. Call I've me. had some funny heckles. Yeah. I remember once uh, with, with Carlin. The one that sticks out in my mind is opening for Carlin. And one of my, uh, one of my openings at the time was... You feeling all right? Yeah. You know, get the audience from mm -hmm. You feeling all right? Yeah. You ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Then what are you doing at a comedy show? Right, ah, right. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Uh, but this one show I did, it was Carlin at this one theater, and like about a mile away, Primus. Oh, yeah. The band was playing the same time. No, and reference I, from my generation. There you go. Finally, <laughs> I'm getting hip. I'm getting hip with the youngsters. Uh, so I come out and go, are you feeling all right? Yeah, you ready to rock and roll? Yeah. The what? What are you doing at a comedy show? One guy yells out, "Primus is sold out." Ah. <laughs> well done. That was well done. Oh, I hate when I hate when uh, audience <laughs> members are smart. I know. Disgusting. <laughs> um, so back to X show. Yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so they come out and they're they're fully clothed, and apparently they take something off. Yeah. But you've been how long have you been in Vegas now? Uh, two, three years. Yeah, we moved here about two and a half years ago. Yeah, uh, you this guy, you got a lot of work here, huh? Well, it's been it's worked out okay. Yeah, I was in the Rat Pack show for like six months. Really, I yeah. didn't. Yeah, the Rio. Who did you play? I played to Sammy Davis. You <laughs> it's my standard answer. <laughs> I played Joey Bishop. Oh, of course. So I would come out first and be Joey Bishop, which was great because no, and you don't have to do an impression because no one really remembers. Yeah. what he sounds like. But for some reason, Frank's favorite comedian. Yeah, him and Rickles, right? Yeah, Nichols. well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and I'd, I'd been doing that since 2006, off and on. They'd put me in every uh -huh. once in a while on the road. They had road tours. Sure. Uh, so when I got here, they said, hey, uh, the regular guy's leaving. Do you want to just get to have the gig? And I said, sure. Was that Mark Cohen by any no, chance? No, that's, well, Mark Cohen was doing it for a while. Okay. The regular, the regular was, was um, why am I blanking on his name? Mick, Mickey Joseph? Oh, I don't know him. Yeah. He was like in it for like 10 years. Oh, wow. Okay. And he had had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so, um, my God, that was the dog. <laughs> so I did that for like, and then yeah, and then like they closed the show, and now they don't use a Joey anymore because they save money. It's always save money. <laughs> Here's they, they cut some money from the Rat Pack to save yeah, money. I'm That's like a... the budget. I'm like the budget comic. <laughs> they cut me from the, the Rat Pack to save money. Now they cut me from X Comedy to save money. Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, afraid, I'm gonna I'm cut afraid you. to go to the bathroom. I'm gonna cut you from road stories right now. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think you, your pay scale is way under. So what are you gonna do? Yes. What? Wow! So, do you, tell me about the because I've never seen the Rat Pack show. It was I've seen the original Rat Pack. I show. mean, they used to have they used to, they would have like a twelve piece band, mm -hmm. and you know, I Joey would come out and do his like ten minutes, eight minutes of jokes or something uh -huh. like that, and then then the Dean go, Dean guy would come out for ten minutes. And now, the, did they model it after the old Rat Pack show that was here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, do you do his jokes or do you do your jokes? Uh, they said we don't care what jokes you do. So oh, I really? would do some of my jokes that would fit in that era. Mm -hmm. Some uh, some street jokes. Mm -hmm. uh, Whatever, you know, I'd say it was like 50-50 street jokes and stuff okay. that I would put in. Uh, but any every comic that did it, like Mark Cohen, could do whatever he wanted. Mm -hmm. I think some guys would go into the audience and do you know, crowd work, uh -huh. you know. 
it was kind of fun. And then the the road the road tours were fun because the people were like crazy about the show. Really? Because they come to like Detroit. We did the Gem Theater in Detroit, mm-hmm. a little theater that holds I don't know a thousand people maybe, and people were like they went nuts. No, oh, that's they great. Loved it. I mean, the reaction every and we were there for three weeks. This was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Those were fun. Three weeks. Three that's weeks. a long run. I know. Uh, and then it's the, a long time to be in Detroit. It's a long time to be anywhere to tell you the truth. <laughs> so the Dean would come out, then the Sam would come out, do ten minutes, then the Frank would come out, and then we do like they called it the minefield where we do the shtick. Oh, okay. They all be on stage right. together doing that stuff. They called it the minefield. The minefield. Oh, that's hilarious. Sandy Hackett was the one who started it. Mm-hmm. It was Buddy Hackett's son. Okay. And he used to play Joey all the time. And then him and the producer now had a big fight over something. So, <laughs> so there was this split off into two Rat Pack shows because what one thing Vegas needs, especially in 2016, is two Rat Pack shows. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting point, though. I mean, do you think that because the Rat Pack and Frank and uh, I'm a huge fan was so synonymous with Vegas. Do you think that's ever going to fade? I don't know. It's it's now playing at the uh, Tuscany. You know that, right? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's at the at the big room where we do, where me and Kenny Davidson do those shows uh-huh. once a month. It's in, it, well, the big room. It seats maybe 100. Right, right. <laughs> 150. Uh, but now that's where it is. Okay. And it's, on a, it's a much smaller venue, but it's going. Yeah. You know, it's been there for months. So That's the other thing, man. You managed to find music work also. This is true. That's, you know... A, a successful comedian <laughs> and a successful musician. Back to my roots. Come on, man. Back to my roots. You know, you're you're living two people's dreams. Two, uh, three people's. Three people. Seventeen. I'm living seventeen people's dreams. <laughs> there are all seventeen in this house. people who don't. <laughs> there are seventeen people I know who don't have dreams because I've taken them. <laughs> Why do you look so forlorn? I don't have dreams anymore, <laughs> Blair. So you were in bands before you became a comedian, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, that was my thing. I was going to be a very, very famous songwriter singer. Yeah. And then that didn't work out. <laughs> and then I got bitter and hard and, and nasty about it. And I started doing parodies just to get back at the music business. Right. And right. Then Rodney found me. Oh, yeah. And took me on the road. Oh, cool. Yes. That was like three years with Rodney, right? Three and a half years. That's right. And then Joan Rivers after that. Then oh, Tom, you for then Joan? Tom Jones after that. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Did you ever get panties thrown at you? I get that now. <laughs> Hold I'm on, an ex-country man. Hold on, let me take. I get off. something thrown at me. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember exactly what. No, I never did. Never did. They all save him for Tom Jones. <laughs> yes, they do. They is do. That, is, that's what they do, right? Still, do you know, I'm anymore? trying to remember. I was with him in 1987 for one year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember because I didn't really watch the show. I'm sure it must have happened. Right, you didn't watch Tom Jones once. I'm not 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 that I didn't watch him once, but after like five or six times, I said, okay. Oh yeah, well yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But Any, yeah. Anybody throw anything at Joan Rivers? Uh, see, certs, certs, Little packages of certs, <laughs> B batteries. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking. What about. do you like better, opening for a comedian or a musician? Well, let's see. Um, it depends because I remember I did a month with Gloria Estefan and when she was with Miami Sound Machine. Sure, yeah. And they were always really enthusiastic for me. Really? And then some, like I did Shirley Bassey at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Carnegie? Wait, you played Carnegie I Hall? I played Carnegie Hall. Why are you not opening every conversation with that? Uh, because I you don't ask the right questions. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't do your homework. I don't. I, I know. <laughs> you don't know what my name is Michael is. <laughs> I like to drop these things in the middle of a conversation to keep people listening. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I was just about to turn this guy off. And he's Carnegie Hall. Believe Shirley me. Bassey, who sang the James Bond theme. Yes. Which one? Yes. Yes, and uh, which one did you say? Which one? Yeah, which one? Which one? Which one? Bam, James uh, Thunderball. Bond. No, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Yeah. Goldfinger is the popular one. Uh, never met the woman. No, I did a weekend with her at Carnegie Hall. Never met her, and possibly the worst audiences I've ever had. Really? Yeah. I don't really? know what it was. I was the wrong crowd for me. Right. They didn't get me. They didn't like me. Uh, the hall's not great for comedy anyway. You ever it's, seen it's comedy? A, there? Yeah, I've been. I've been there. I, 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 I saw an orchestra. Kind of made for the acoustics. Are not made for. But your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the acoustics in that play, like it's a it's a yeah. structural phenomenon. If right. I if I if I remember correctly, because the acoustics are perfect yes. everywhere you sit. Yeah. Apparently, except for comedy. Well, I like to blame it on that. Okay. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It was just it was like it, it, mild mild titters. Oh, really? Was the best I did. I remember. Huh. And it was, and I never met Shirley Bassey. She wouldn't come out of her room. Really? Yeah. 
So it all depends, you know. I mean, some some singer like Gloria Estefan, who was a great person, mm-hmm. she want Gloria wanted me to do parodies of her songs, opening for her. I'm going. I'm not doing parodies of your songs Ooh, for could, your fans. That could go. <laughs> that could go wrong quickly. And she's going. No, do goys will be goys. Come on, I want you to do it. <laughs> no, Gloria, I actually refused. Really? I told her no. All right, fine. You really? Know. Not so, even once? No. They, I said they'll hate me. Yeah, they came true. here to see you. Oh, that's true. She's so down to earth, and really, like you know, her son was with her, and great mom, and her uh-huh. husband was great. Was so this that, before or after the bus accident? This was way before. Oh, way before. She was I, still a Miami yeah. Sound Machine. Yeah, this was 1988-ish, like around there. When did she get into the? When she get into the bus accident? Maybe 91? not way before, but it was before. She hadn't had it yet. Maybe maybe a year later. Okay. No, wait. I guess I was wrong. Way before. <laughs> I yeah. pl- my band played a eighth grade dance. <laughs> Your band? Yes. I see you. How, when how I was come in... you don't open every conversation with that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, the cafetorium <laughs> is, is, is a structural phenomenon. <laughs> but the but the security people, <laughs> I couldn't get back there. One of the kids asked if we played Miami Sound Machine. Yeah. It was two guitar players, a bass player, and a drummer. I'm like, well, you see a horn? Do you see any marimbas? <laughs> do you have a what horn kind of section? stuff did you do? Covers? Oh, all covers, yeah. Okay. It was bad, bad. We had broken up before. Yeah. The band broke up oh, before no. the show. So there was still bad blood. Oh, yeah. So it was, and yeah, I don't, and we shouldn't have. I don't know why the guy, the kid, you know, we were still in high school. I don't know why the kid booked it. There was no, we basically ruined an eighth grade dance. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What was, was the name of the band? Uh,. <laughs> It was either Dawn Patrol, Dawn Patrol, or The Patrol. Okay, and remember. I think the Dawn Patrol we got from you've blanked it out of your mind. I oh, I, should, oh, I wish. Wow. I think Dawn Patrol we got from the uh, ti- the title of a uh, album. Yeah. By oh crud, they sang know. Sister Christian. Twist no, that no, no, Twisted no. Sister. Uh, why? Oh I know God. who you mean. I know the song. Any totally any rock solid listeners listening to me right now are going to yes, please call him five 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 one. I'm just giving erroneous numbers. What to the heck listeners. was there? I'm I'm googling it now. Goggle it. I'm Put it on the it. goggle. I'm goggling it. Yes. Um, oh, there's a map to your house. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in Google. And... Well, that'll come in very what handy. A nice right dr- now. What a nice ride it was out here. This it, is a nice area. It is I a like nice it. area. It's quiet. Uh, and you go to the strip, and there's nothing but debauchery. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know how. People can work there full time all the time, on the, uh, just in, like in, a, like town. a dealer or yeah, or I know a comic who was a who became a dealer. Oh really? Yeah, for, yeah, he just every time I'd see him, he just had this look on his face like you know, kill me, yeah, Please kill me. He'd be on his feet for eight hours at a time. Oh. You know, I, uh, he was an ex comic. He was a pretty good comic, a juggler too, and he just said, I, I can't get work, and I Ron Pearson. Something. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's on on every ship. Oh, he's uh. He's doing warm up now, audience warm up. Okay, doing a lot of that. Yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know why I can't Find function. Out. Google Sister right. Christian. Sister Christian. <laughs> People are banging their Night Ranger. Night Ranger. Night Ranger. Okay, that's who it was. I Maybe know, that people... was the name of your band, Night Ranger by Dawn Patrol. <laughs> I don't know. Which is interesting now because now that I surf all the time, when you get up in the morning, it's called Dawn Patrol. There's a morning. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. I know. I know. I know. I need to start investigating. I have a four-year-old now. Oh. So I'm up. Yeah. I'm up. And okay. I don't really surf on patrol and much. whose fault is that? Whose I fault f- is having a four-year-old? My wife's. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. I know. You, you're, I'm like so... I force myself to sleep in when I'm here. Because you I'm, have to. I'm in tune to wake up early right. with a kid. So you're able to go back? Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I forced myself back. I mean, I was up at eight. Wow. And then I'm like, no way, dude. Come you Monday. Can do it. <laughs> Come Monday, I have to get up. So I went back to bed. Okay. I'm trying to stay up late yeah. so I can sleep later. Right, because you you went to bed. Yeah, you couldn't come back to hang out after my show because you were going to sleep. Oh, yeah, I was going to bed because yeah. I was white. I was and at tired. first I went, what? And then I went, oh, yeah, right, he's a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So I'm trying to force myself to stay up, but then, I don't know, I don't want to stay up drinking because then I don't want to, but then there's nothing else to do. I don't have right. any movies, you know, at 1 o'clock in the morning. Got to restock your movies. I know. I, I was know. talking to Avi. Well, yeah. About what do you do? He he's going to. I think he got an offer for a cruise ship, and he's like, he hates them. He, oh yeah. so Avi Lieberman is a comic we're working with this week. Yes. He said, "What do you do? What do you do?" He said, "Bring bring movies. Can you help me? <laughs> I, I, I don't have any movies. Just, I'll, I'll bring my hard drive in, but I haven't seen them all week. Uh, just that one time. Can you? He doesn't know how to get movies. Yeah. Huh. Avi doesn't I said, know how to get movies. You gotta you gotta bring books and movies. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. 
I don't know what other people do. I brought Some, a book. I haven't cracked it open yet. Oh yeah, that it helps. That helps with the reading. <laughs> if you crack it open, I don't. I don't know how the door works apparently, and I don't know how to open a book. <laughs> And I don't know my music trivia. Never heard what of is going Holmes. on with me? Jeez, what is know. going on? I have vodka. I don't know how you got a show? <laughs> you don't know anything. That's it. You, people inform you. Now they well they know the uh, they know the title of the Night Ranger. You just album. did little Johnny Carson. They well now they now they know <laughs> little Johnny. Oh now man! They, now they know the uh, the the Night Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do impressions to save my life, man. I do an impression of my eleventh grade high school teacher, and that's going to get me nowhere. I do the worst Nicolas Cage. Oh, really? Yeah, the oh, worst. Yeah. I mean, I have some pretty good impressions. Yeah. I don't call myself an impressionist. I call myself an approximator. <laughs> I come close to the voice. Yeah. You know, but uh, but I try to do Nicolas Cage for friends of mine, and they couldn't stop laughing. What's I said? That's that sounds nothing like him. <laughs> so now they make me do like if they introduce my friends introduce me to somebody new, like a singer, like we're playing for tonight. Uh huh. He says, Dennis, by the way, Dennis does, does the, burst, the worst Nicolas Cage. Do it, Dennis. And I'll go, ah, I'm Nicolas Cage. And it sounds like Harry Carey. And I see it's the closest I can come. And they make me do it because that's the kind of friends I have. One time, I, and this was in uh, the college years, and I was, we were smoking weed and it was very high, I did a spot-on impression of Alan Rickman, God rest his soul, wow. just passed away. Yeah. Doing the opening monologue to Baby Got Back. Now you have to do it. I no, I can't because it has never been replicated. It was once. It was you were once. And we were, it was probably because we were stoned. It was probably not even Alan Rickman oh my God. I was doing. What did you had you done Alan Rickman before? No, that? I don't even know why it came. We were stoned. I don't even know why it came up. I don't even know why it came up. And then so now That's so funny. All right. Okay. I, I was I was backstage, you know, getting ready for the Rat Pack show. This was like two years ago, mm-hmm. something like that. And I started doing what I thought was my standard old Jewish guy. Uh-huh. And I started talking to the, the Frank Sinatra guy like this. How you doing? And he turns to me and goes, that's like the best Paul Giamatti I've ever heard. <laughs> and I go, what are you talking about? He says, you're doing Paul Giamatti, right? He says, no, I'm doing an old Jewish guy. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you? And he goes, you're doing Paul Giamatti. He goes, I, I, I guess I have a Paul Giamatti. I now. guess you know, yeah, you got that in the roster. <laughs> because apparently, I have that. people. I do it for people. Says, does this sound like Paul Giamatti? Said they. That sounds exactly like him. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> now you have something default for the impressions. Show. Now you have something for the X show. Yeah, Paul they'll Jim. love that. <laughs> what do you guys want to hear? You want to hear more? The girls back? No. Could you could you do Paul Giamatti first again? <laughs> That's why we're here. I should probably amend my Alan Rickman story too. It wasn't so much Alan Rickman as it was his character in. Die Hard. Okay. Which I forget his name. Uh, me too. Hans let's Gruber. Just, let's just, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. That's what I pull? But that's Alan Rickman. That's, that's amazing. What, that's what I pull, Hans Gruber? I can't think of a... I really... You can't even do it. Can you do the voice? All right, I'll try it. Try it. And I, I, can, I can... All right. So remember, we were very, very stoned, and it has never been replicated. Okay. And this is Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> doing the opening of Baby Got Back in my log. Oh, my God, Becky. <laughs> Keep, please continue. <laughs> oh, my God, Becky. Look at the size of her butt. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. I believe you need to open with that. Oh, my God. Uh, that might have been the third time I've ever done that. That's hilarious. Like, hilarious. Only Dennis Blair can get that out of me. I do uh, Humphrey Bogart ordering groceries over the phone. <laughs> Does anybody know who Humphrey Bogart is anymore? <laughs> what was his hit? Humphrey. He had a hit called uh, Casablanca. Ah, I right, believe. right. Humphrey Bogart ordering. Hi, it's Humphrey Bogart. I was wondering how much of your plums I'd like to buy for you. There you go. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart ordering plums over the phone. Dude, that is awesome. Very strange. I love. I love. I love. It's. I love when impressions are never just. It's like. The, the impression situation. with this added on to that yes. and added on to the that. Situation. The situation. The situation it makes it makes it. That's uh, I'm I it's just one thing I can't do impressions, man. And it's okay. Uh, That's what we'll, we'll cover for you. I do. I'm doing. I know. I was always jealous of people who could do impressions. Yeah, I'm telling you, Rich Little, those guys forgot about it. Do you, I I just saw Rich Little last time. Well, not last time. It was a few years ago when I was here. He has a show here now. Oh, uh, at uh, the Tropicana. Boy, like that before. guy. When I was growing up on Carson, mm-hmm. he was the man. He was the man, and all of a sudden, Johnny wouldn't book him anymore. And, oh, really? And he couldn't figure out why. He would, he would, he would call. He would, whatever, whatever you did in those days. Right, right. Email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would call. He would, he would send telegraphs. <laughs> <laughs> Pigeons would show up on Carson's. No, I remember. It's like a, he said, Carson, stop talking to me. Huh. And he has 
to this day, I, I don't think, unless maybe someone he found out recently. Right, right. But he says he couldn't get booked on the show anymore. And he didn't know what he'd done, if he'd done something. Maybe he didn't like his impression of him. Maybe. But, but he, I think he'd been doing it for years, and he's huh. still on the show. Now, he, he is a, he's the original Johnny Carson impression yes, guy, I right? So. I mean, they're before everybody. Before Kevin Spacey. Yes, before who? Not a bad. remarkable uh, impressionist himself. He does some really yes. good. He does my, some... My, my Carson is not bad. I've You're... been told uh, it is not horrible. It's not as bad as my as my Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, my Paul Giamatti. You, you do a good uh, Carson. I, I remember seeing an interview with uh, the guy who does all the Simpsons voices. Uh, oh. Hank Azaria. Yeah, okay. And uh, he said, if you listen to my voices... <laughs> They're just poor impressions of, like, the mayor is a poor impression of, of Kennedy. Oh, uh, okay. The uh, Chief Wiggum is a, a poor impression of, oh, I forget who the, I forget, uh, ah, she, that guy. Oh, Edward G. Robinson. Edward G. Robinson, just oh, a poor impression. Yeah, and he's just like, they're just poor impressions of, okay. of other things. Very interesting. Yeah. All right. Have to like now I have to watch these shows again. I know, watch them. Watch them. Well, who's your favorite impression to do? do, you do wait, yeah. Who's my favorite impression to do? Well, the musical ones I do, I do Neil, you know, Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Bee Gees, of course. I still, I still stick that in every once in a while. Who else do I do? This is where I need my wife here because, like, yeah. I'm getting to that age. Where, what about well, honey? What, what do I what, do? What impressions do I do, and what like, do I like what, for dinner? What am I doing on the stage? I love your wife. She is awesome. She's a fine, fine gal. And I'll tell you why off air. All right. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> well, I know. Well, you, you'll have wanting. to get the off air podcast <laughs> subscription to hear why. To hear why. Boy, my wife is beloved by, Ooh, by something Murray. she said to me last time I was here. Oh, okay. Mm. What right. uh, I was going to say, you do a spot on Rodney. I'll tell you. Did I, did I tell you the Rodney story last time? Oh, I don't know. Well, go ahead. You haven't been on in years. I know it's been seven years. Four years. years. Five years. Uh, when Rodney had like a he had like a heart attack or something like that. This mm-hmm. is like I forget what year it was, but he was fine afterwards, and he was but he was recovering. He was mm-hmm. out of commission for a while. So I did a radio show like relatively re- regularly back then uh, called Mr. KABC. Mm-hmm. It was his name was Mark Germain. He might still be on the air. Anyway, he calls me. He knows I did a Rodney. He calls me up one day. He goes, "I'm going to have you on as Rodney." I'm going. What are you talking about? He says, "No, you, you, I'm going to interview you mm-hmm. on the air. I'm going to say we have a famous comedian who just had a heart disease, and he's he's better. And I'm going to I'm never going to mention it, Rodney's name, so we can't get sued. But you're going to play him." I go. You're crazy. I can't. I can do a little. I can do a Rodney, but it's not going to last for an hour. Right. He goes, no. Believe me, you do a good Rodney. So I go, okay. <laughs> he has me on as Rodney. You know, he's interviewing me, and he's like, okay. You know, that's well. I started out as a, you know, as a aluminum siding salesman, and I'm like getting away with it. Like people are calling in and asking. <laughs> and I'm going at commercial breaks. I'm going. I can't believe this is happening. Right. Right. He goes, no, really, you do a good Rodney. Third thirty minutes in, some guy calls to test me. Mm-hmm. Finally, one guy says, so Rodney. Just curious, Atlantic City. What was the name again of that uh, attraction at the Steel Pier? You know uh, that everyone would go to see, and I happen to know the answer. It was the diving horse. Oh, yeah. Apparently, a horse used to dive off the yeah, Steel yeah. Pier. People would like, and the guy goes, "That's Rodney," and hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my only moment of fear. Right. But the re- like an hour, I'm like doing really. It. So I said, I said, I had to say, okay, I guess I do a good Rodney. That must have been like the longest period of time for a question what <sighs> was the n- oh no oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, i'll have to consult my wife <laughs> who murray loves but i haven't met him yet <laughs> i think he referenced that diving horse in back to school probably the movie back to school because he was I've a never diver seen. you never saw because oh. no, i was too crestfallen that he'd fired me oh did that came around that time yes oh. and he had actually talked about having me play his son in that movie oh really things then then the shit hit the fan as it were oh and uh it's a long that's a long story but uh that's a try. It wasn't that good of a movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I've never seen Back to School. Really? Yeah, I could not bring myself emotionally to see that movie. And wow. I heard it's very good. Yeah, so that was probably 85 or 6. Probably. Yeah. I think Easy Money was 82. Yeah, it was early on. Yeah, 82 or 83. So, yeah, mm. probably. And you're, you're falling out with him. It was just kind of a... Stupid. Yeah, it was, really right? Stupid. If I remember correctly. Yeah, it's a law. It's, he, 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 98% of a great guy, and that 2% was like he would turn on you yeah. for like stupid things. So my, we, my dog fell in his pool. 
My dog fell in his jacuzzi. Oh, really? When we were visiting him, and he accused me and my wife of bringing our dog swimming in his pool. <laughs> which, first of all, how horrible would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, you. What did we do, Roddy? You didn't. We didn't rape your dog. You, right. you, you brought a dog. That's like saying you you took a potholder out of the drawer. <laughs> You're horrible people. And uh, and it went downhill. Plus, he hated Joan Rivers. Absolutely hated Joan Rivers. Oh, really? And uh, when I got the offer to open for Joan, I said to Rodney, I turned her down mm-hmm. because I know you hate her. And he said, no, you can't do that. She's At the time, she was like guest hosting The Tonight Show sure. a lot. I said, no, I, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to stop that. You Go ahead, do it. Mm-hmm. I said, are you sure? Yeah. So I signed a contract. Mm-hmm. Two days later, I've been thinking about it. I don't think you should do it. Oh. Yeah. And I went, I signed a contract. Bomber. So between those two incidences, yeah. it was like. The writing was on the wall. Yes. Well, he had a track record of that. You're not the yes. only one to have a fallen out with him. Right. That right, 2% right. came out more than once, apparently. I guess so. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Joan got banned from The Tonight Show also. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll never NBC, know the... see actually. On what? On NBC? All, All of, of NBC, NBC, I think, actually. Well, I guess she didn't call Johnny. Or she said she tried to call him, but his line was busy. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, God, I can't get through to Johnny again. I guess I'll just do my own show. <laughs> I think that's either Joan or Paul Giamatti. I'm not sure who I just did. <laughs> yeah. Man, it looks like uh, Carson had a mean streak. I don't know that. I don't like to speak ill of the dead. Yes, yes. yes. That, like that's that's what I've heard. But yeah. I, never, I never met him. But I, I was on my way. Of, of, of My third Tonight Show spot was going to be with him. And then, like, he fired her, and I was known as a Joan act. Oh, really? So I went, that was, that was pissy. <laughs> oh, so Joan had you on the Tonight Show? Twice. Twice? She had me on twice, and then the next they were considering me for Johnny the third time. And then... Nope, you're a, you're with Joan. We, uh, can't have, we can't have that guilt by association. I man. know, I know. But I but I did the show twice. So. No, that's great. I can't complain. No, not at all, man. You know what I mean, no, that's great. Well, what that. kind of like? I hear st- who was like? I was watching somebody, and they were talking about the first time they got the Tonight Show, and it, it was like whoever the Booker was was at the improv. Macaulay, Jim McCauley. Jim McCauley was right. at the improv. He's like, "Can you do Tuesday?" Oh my God! Like it was like one of those. Now really? it's you gotta. Submit your set all written out. You oh, get really? Your stuff up, you got to get your stuff approved. You got to get it approved first before you even write it out. Well, that's that was more my experience. Well, first of all, I had a tough time because I was a, I'm a guitar comic. Oh, and right. They didn't want to get sued, even though they, there was fair use with song parodies. Sure, I yeah. only did like two lines of every song, so mm-hmm. it was probably safe. But I, I finally said, you know, I have public domain stuff I can do. Mm-hmm. And then Joan really fought for me to have me on. Oh, yeah? And, you know, with her. Mm-hmm. And they finally said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very supportive. Yeah, all right. No uh, one's going to watch Joan wants him. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, but I remember Macaulay came to see me at uh, the comedy store because Rodney had told him about me. And, mm-hmm. and he came up to me and said, yeah, Rodney's right. You're very funny, but you can't do song parodies on TV. Mm. And I went, oh. That's a bummer. Right, right. So we got around that I didn't do actual parodies. I think I did like sounded like the songs. Uh huh. And then you did stand up and the regular stand up, and it was it went fine. Oh yeah, good. He had me back twice. I mean, once after that. They're still afraid of song parodies on television, man. I guess. Yeah. I said, but I hear people do them all the time. Like they'll drop them all like four lines, five lines. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I've just had, yeah, no, I don't know. Some people are really afraid of them, and some people aren't. Right. The whole music scene is changing now. Yes. Or. Hey, news alert. <laughs> the music seems changing. What? What? Huh? It's only been changing. I've for heard 10 this years. climate change. What are you talking about? <laughs> the climate is changing and the music business. You have to submit your wire recordings early now <laughs> to get a, a record deal so you can get on the 78 RPM. Yeah, man. It's like now it's 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 much more affordable to use music. Oh, really? Because nobody's making any money in music. Oh my god, that's amazing. So, so it's so much more affordable, right? And uh, I guess this guy, you know who Richard Thompson is? Yeah, he's One a of, great guitar player, I, man, and, and songwriter. And I've just yeah, my typical thing. I'll come to these people like late, like I'll, uh-huh. I'll have heard of them, but then sure. all of a sudden I'll hear something they do. He's also I, in Fairport Convention. Yes, yeah. And I just heard one of my favorites is Loud Wainwright. I love oh, yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a video with Loud Wainwright, Suzanne Vega. It was called the Songwriter Circle in uh-huh. England. And then Richard Thompson was the third guy, and they just would take turns playing a song. And I heard his his song went. This guy's amazing. How could I have missed him? And uh, I, he's like 40 albums. Oh, yeah, yeah. He and actually has a new one out this year. Yeah. Last year. Yes, I have oh, I, I just got it. And, and he's like, people have covered, dozens of people have covered his songs. Mm-hmm. And he's going, so why am I still poor? <laughs> and I'm going, really? How can he be poor? It must be for, you know, for that reason. Yeah. They're not, I mean, they're not oh, paying yeah. artists. That's horrifying. Vincent Black Lightning. 
You know that song? 1952, Vincent yeah, Blacklight. Yeah. I just heard it. Oh, that guitar he did playing that. is amazing. He's ridiculous. Yeah. And all the stuff, uh, I feel so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a, there's a song on the new album called Guitar Heroes. Oh, he, really? Where he emulates, like, Django Reinhardt. Oh, wow. It's a song about how he just stayed home and didn't go out at, when he was a kid because he had to practice and right. be as good as his guitar heroes. Oh, he man. does Les Paul. He does Django Reinhardt. He does uh, uh, The Shadows. You know, I guess they had a sig- signature sound. Okay. It's like a ten minute song. Oh, awesome. But he plays you know, he plays like, Oh my god, this guy's amazing. Now I have something to do in my hotel room. There you go, my friend. <laughs> it's called Still. It's called Still is Still the is album. what it's yes. called? Yeah. Shoot out really the lights, that's another good song that's by like, him. That's classic, right? Uh Los Lobos does a good cover of that. Which Los Lobos? Uh huh. Oh really? Does a good cover of Shoot Out the Lights. Oh. I think I first heard him on Letterman. Could be. When I saw him I saw him do that song, uh Feel So Good. That was like eighty all right. Six of the I, ju- I, I mean, I'd heard of him, but I'd never mm-hmm. heard anything by him until like literally two months ago. Wow. <laughs> going, as what? a guitar player, you're supposed think? to be a musician. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I come to Leonard Cohen late. I come to these people late sometimes. Yeah. Eh, Leonard Cohen's all hype. Yeah, I know. He's no good. <laughs> I like to tell hipsters. I'm always taking to write a song. Eight years. <laughs> well, well he's really. another one that everybody covered his songs. Right. And that's how he. But no one, no one likes the way he sings, but I do. I love the way he sings. Yeah. <sighs> you would think, I'm a big uh, Tom Waits fan. You'd think I'd Absolutely. like the way he sings. You'd think I would like the way he, uh, Cohen sings. You don't like the way Cohen sings? I don't know. I'm not a big Leonard Cohen fan. Okay. Maybe I need to give him more time. Well, if you start listening to Clint Holmes, let, <laughs> let, let's get you familiar with the Clint Holmes catalog okay. first. Okay. And then we'll work our way up to uh, Leonard Cohen later. Yeah. I got to go through my Marilyn McCoo phase. <laughs> <laughs> I've given you a load of options today, Mister. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I cannot complain about. You can now to do, do another week at the Improv and never be bored <laughs> just because of me. Oh, I can't believe you don't know Richard Thompson. I, you well, have your guitar do. here, but I, I don't. I, you want to play a song? You want to play a song? I'm putting you on the spot. Wow, like what, like a Richard Thompson song? <laughs> Whatever you want to play. <laughs> well, you know what's happening. Yeah, I, I, that this is this is career number three. I am recording music again. You I'm are writing songs, recording music. We went to me and my, me and my old songwriting partner mm-hmm. from 35 years ago. We went to high. Well, we didn't go to high school together, but we, we were in a band called Cottonmouth in high school. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. That's a good name. And the 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 main guy in Cottonmouth was Larry Campbell, who wound up producing Levon Helm mm-hmm. and uh, plays with everybody. Right. And uh, and then the band broke up. And then we we drifted apart. He he is now uh, the mayor of Roslyn, Long Island. Okay, and owns two very successful restaurants there, mm-hmm. and I'm a comedian of some sort, mm-hmm. and we we haven't hadn't talked in thirty years, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, we we ran into each other, and then he sent me these song lyrics and said, "Hey, I got this lyric. You want to put a l- melody to it?" Because we won the American Song Festival. Oh in yeah, the, the seventies. So we were we're on, we're on our way, and then everything got as songwriters. Huh. Uh, but now I, I wrote this melody. He loved it, and then long story very short. Uh huh. Uh, we're, we've we've recorded like fifty songs in Nashville. Oh, that's great! So we have all this stuff, and we he just called me yesterday. Said a publisher might be taking one of them. Oh, awesome! And hopefully getting a TV thing, stuff like that. Oh, that'd be great. So there you go. So you've been going to Nashville to record? Going to Nashville. Wow! Every th- four or five months. Really? There's a studio there. They're amazing. Uh, it's in a house, mm-hmm. but. It I, I forget the fee. He he, co- he pays for it all, John, because he's the rich guy here. Of course, yeah. But for five hundred bucks a song. You send the you send them you, you play it for the guy who owns the studio. He makes a chart. Mm-hmm. He, he he then he gets all these top musicians in Nashville. They read the chart down. They play it like one or two times. Maybe mm-hmm. you have a complete song. It wow. sounds amazing. That's great. And then either you use one of their singers or in our case I sing them. Mm-hmm. And and they're like and they'll go yeah is that okay you know they play this the pedal steel player plays this amazing solo right like we use the pedal steel player who played on Linda Ronstadt's. Uh, Blue Bio. Played oh, the solo. Wow. I mean, these are the kind of people you get. The violin player is with Steel Drivers, who plays with Chris Stapleton. Uh-huh. That was Chris Stapleton. Played, and she played on one of our, two of our songs. And they, they play these amazing things. And they, they go, was that all right? We go, yeah, yeah, just that, yeah, just take a break. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was better than anyone could have possibly hoped. <laughs> Do you know Matt North by any chance? He was a comedian turned no. Nashville musician. No, Matt North? Matt North. Now look I'll have up. to look. Now you've given me Google homework. Yes, look Matt him up. North. Very funny dude. Now he plays drums down in Nashville. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, successful at it? I, yeah, I believe so. That's oh, how wow. he makes his living, I believe. Unbelievable. So just a session player, I think. Just gave up comedy completely? He, yeah, but he was always a drummer. He's a really good drummer, too. Okay. And he played in bands out here with other comics. Matt and North. we threatened to jam a couple times, so I never got a chance to play with him. He's in bands with, like, 
Ron Lynch and Blaine Capatch and oh, okay. these San Francisco guys because okay. I think he was a San Francisco guy. And I could I'll be getting to, next time we go down to Nashville. I'll have to ask about him. Yeah, ask about him. He's a good guy. And I'll, I'll I'll hook you guys up. Good. But the, it's amazing the studio that my that John, my partner, found. It's just like you get these, you get a complete song in thirty minutes. That's great. Thirty minutes, <laughs> and they just yeah yeah we got it. and they'll they'll punch in a few mistakes here mm-hmm. and there, but and then you could just sitting there going this I can't believe this all on Pro Tools all on what Pro Tools I don't know what it is all right, that's I don't right. know I know they have a big I know that here's here's what I'm bad at could you could you put a microphone and what what do you you push a button and then the music comes out <laughs> yeah. But that do that, and I'll <laughs> sing to it. And I don't even know. Well, that's computer. why the guys get paid the big bucks. They know how to they know how to push the buttons. That's true. That's true. But what's next for Dennis then? What's next? I'm doing this ex country show. <laughs> well, let's see. What's next in the immediate future? I will be doing. Hold on. Uh, First of all, let's go back to ex country. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's absolutely true. I really don't watch the show. Right. Oh yeah. Why would you? Because I'm I'm in the coffee shop at <laughs> McDonald's reading my newspaper. Well, some of us had to sit through. I know to see our friend. I know. I understand. So, I'm so sorry. That's all right. I do other stuff, you know. <laughs> There's other jokes I'm able to do. I might come down to the Tuscany. I always like to come down to yeah, the Tuscany. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's that that goes every Friday. At every Friday, the Tuscany. Uh, when I'm in town, ta- well, Kenny do- Kenny Davidson who runs mm-hmm. it. It's a great show. You know about it. It's a different show every every Friday. It's a mm-hmm. different singer. He gets a guest singer, and the singer decides what songs he or she wants to do, mm-hmm. and then we we learn them, mm-hmm. and then and then they have guest singers up. So every Friday, it's a different show. Oh, okay. Different songs, and, uh, and then Kenny and I do a, we we do an opening set for like forty five minutes of uh-huh. stuff that we want to do, and uh, that's fun. And that goes forever. It goes until like twelve forty five in the morning. Starts at eight forty five, goes till twelve forty. That's a long time. It's a long time. That's a lot of songs to know. I know. Well, that's why we call. I named the band the Approximators. We, oh. we come as close as we possibly can. But we get. I say we get like ninety percent of the song right. Yeah. Usually, sometimes a hundred. Well, you do a, a really cool thing, which I forgot about, but you did it the other night. Is you just like throw out your favorite. Who's your favorite band? Yes. And then you have, and you can whip something out. I still do that. Yeah. Even at X, they, and they like that at X. Right. You know, yeah. That's kind of, you just you just have to be loud and like go at them. Yeah. And they're fine because before they realize it, then the girls are back. <laughs> Before they realize they just watched a comic, here's what it is: they, you come out, they, the blank stares like he, what, he he don't seem female, and then you just do the song, and then they clap along with the song, and then like you do some jokes, and then like hey, how you doing? Where you from? Is that kind of little crowd work? Then you do the uh, you yell out your band, and after 12 minutes, you're gone, and they just don't realize they just saw a comedy show, huh? And then you're you know you're safe from heckling. <laughs> so there, who would heckle? I guess you get heckles there, huh? Well, you know the guy. Ten minutes is almost. Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off. That's okay. I hope I didn't come off like I was bagging on that X Country show. It is not. No, no, it's a good. It's review. We're just being comics. Yeah, it's a good. uh, It's a good Vegas. I mean, it's a perfect Vegas. Yes. Show. Yes. It's boobs and country music. People show up and they stare. Yeah, (laughs) they stare for an hour and fifty, whatever, an hour and ten minutes, whatever it is. (laughs) Yes. And having said that, I would do that gig in a heartbeat. Well. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Heartbeat. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So there's there's that 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 tonight is the Kenny Davidson show, and then like uh, uh next week I go off to the uh, Laughlin. Have you done the Laughlin? The the um. I've done Laughlin. I'm doing Laughlin. The, what's the guy's name? Entertainment Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you doing the Barry Edgewater? Neal. You doing the Edgewater? The Edgewater, and it's and they're hooked up with like three one nighters. Oh, you're gonna casino. do the Monday one nighter. Yeah. That's like a nine-hour drive. I know. Oh. I've done it before. I oh, you have? Okay. Yeah, I'm prepared. All right. <laughs> I'll bring my tapes. <laughs> I'll bring my TV. Bring my movies. I'll watch the movies while I'm driving. I picked up a Fallout, so I don't have to do the, I don't <laughs> okay. have to do the Monday thing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'm just doing Edgewater and then home. Oh, when? I don't know. It's up on my calendar. Go Within the next two months. Oh, okay. As of Monday, I go back to being a stay-at-home dad. Okay. But I did it right this time. Yeah. And as soon as my wife like got a start time for her movie, I called every booker within driving distance. Oh, great. So I've got a ton of shows over the next oh, three months. Good. When I did, I did say home thing dad over the summer. Mm-hmm. Zero shows, man. I was going nuts. <laughs> like, it's at, feast or famine. I'm yeah, yeah. You. And I, I just did it wrong. I'm like, oh, I work a lot in town. I'll just put in my avails weekly or something. Right, right, right. Not, you know, forgetting that it's summer and everybody's in town. Yeah. So right. no, I did it right this time. I booked okay. I'm going doing Palm Springs, doing Laughlin. Is that uh, Pachanga? Doing Pachanga, okay. which they, is a he different runs one. That now too, doesn't he? I don't know who I runs that so. one now. I think so. I think they just got that. Yeah. So I got a couple overnighters. Good, but they're you know they're only Friday Saturdays, so I can 
Get a babysitter for a couple hours on Friday. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I won't go as stir crazy as I did last summer. <laughs> bring your tight. Did I tell you that? Did I tell you to bring types? Bring types. Bring books, types. Books on types? Couple things. Tape, tapes. tapes off books. Tapes on books. <laughs> but books on tapes on tape on, I don't know. Cape can, on books. Can I tell you, and I'm sure my listeners have heard this before. I apologize. Can I tell you my favorite thing ever heard on the road was at the Edgewater Casino? Tell me. Uh, I always call my wife when I get off stage. Um, ooh, it didn't last night, and she yelled at me. Hmm. Um, I always call my wife after getting off stage, and I was middling, so the show was still going. So I walked outside, and it, it's right on the yeah. edge of the water. Right. <laughs> hence, hence, hence the name. Hence the name. And I'm on the phone, and I'm talking, and I'm calling my wife, and this guy, like this group of just you know sleeveless rednecks come out. <laughs> sleeveless. Great name for a band, Sleeveless by rednecks, the way. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it just comes out, and one guy goes, look, man, if you don't like the casino, that's fine, but you don't have to punch me in the eye. <laughs> Those are great. Those like snippets of conversation. Oh yeah, best overline heard I've ever heard in my life. Two, can I tell you my two favorites? Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, as you're walking along and you hear somebody, you're passing somebody, mm-hmm. you hear part like a, a second of their conversation. The one, two that stick out of my mind. I was in a mall in New York, and I'm there's this woman, like a grandmotherly type, talking to her, like a ten year old kid, and they're in front of a music store, and all I hear as I pass them is the woman telling the kid, "You want to take bass lessons? Well, you can't." <laughs> All I, that's all I heard. I doubled over. I'm going, what? You want to take lessons? Well, you can't. And then in Burbank Airport, this mm-hmm. was about six years ago, walking towards, you know, the luggage, getting my luggage, and there's a guy on the phone, and all I hear him say is, well, I guess we just have a shitty kid. <laughs> that's my two favorites. <laughs> you just want to go, what is, how, how did that start? How will it end? That's Snippets. hilarious. I love, I love yeah. overhearing that stuff. Dennis, man, I can't thank you enough for, A, inviting me into your house. Oh, please. By the way, it smells great. Have you guys been cooking? Uh, yeah. Okay. You see Breaking Bad? <laughs> okay. you know, I'm so. sorry. I'm eating cafeteria food. Anything smells <laughs> getting harassed. Anything. Getting harassed by the uh, security guard. Did I tell uh, that story on the show? You, or I, don't I, know if, I don't think you told it on the show. All right. That pissed me off. I'll tell it next. I'll tell it tomorrow. All right. I'll tell it next week, I mean. All, All right. right, Dennis Blair, always a good time to see you. A and, pleasure. And, and watch you play and, and perform and hang out. Uh, thank you. are a good you. guy, man. Thank I you for doing this. I hope I didn't bore you. No, not at all. All right. Uh, thank you guys. At Murray V on Twitter. Uh, hit it up. I'll talk to you guys soon. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And these fights, canceled flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. Drunks in the front making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.